Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. It's important for us to discern the times. I remember when the Holy Spirit placed this emphasis in my heart so that I would understand this truth. And it was when I was in the middle of intercessory prayer. I was praying for this nation. I was praying for our leaders. I was praying for the body of Christ. The Lord placed it heavy on my heart, the Holy Spirit did, for us to discern the times. He then shared with me that there is a strong man spirit of deception that's in operation, and not only in this nation, but the nations of the world. And the purpose of this strong man spirit of deception is to mislead and to control. So it's to control the actions of people, their minds, and ultimately their behavior. Now, what is a strong man spirit? It may be new to some of you who are hearing this for the first time today. A strong man spirit is the main spirit that is strong, that's taking the lead in someone's life. And when I say a spirit, you may not be familiar with that either, that terminology. What I mean is that a spirit is something that you cannot see, but yet it is in operation. It is in control. It is acting out its actions or what it determines that it wants that person to do. An example Jesus gave was when he was speaking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. And Nicodemus had come to see Jesus by night because he was one of the leaders of the Pharisees. And Nicodemus spoke to Jesus and he told Jesus at first, and I'm paraphrasing, that they understood that he was from God because no one can do those signs unless God was with them. And Jesus said to Nicodemus that he must be born again. And Nicodemus asked Jesus, he said, how can you go back into your mother's womb for a second time if you're old? And Jesus said, that which is spirit is spirit and that which is flesh is flesh. And he explained to him about when you see the wind blow, you see the effects of the wind. Let's say when the wind is blowing, you see the trees, the leaves on the trees may be shaking. Even the trees may be bending. It depends on how strong the wind is. And though you can't see the wind physically with your eyes, you see the effects of the wind. And so that's the example I'm giving you for a spirit. Though you can't see a spirit, you see the effects of it. For example, if a person has a stronghold, a stronghold has a stronghold in their life of alcoholism. And when you see that person, first you see their eyes are very red. You see they're staggering, slurred speech. And you smell alcohol on them. So you see the effects of the alcohol on them because they have the slurred speech. They're staggering when they speak and you smell it. But you didn't see the alcohol be consumed by that person. You see the effects of it. And that's what we mean by spirit. So when I say strong man spirit of deception, it is deception that's driving the actions of a person. Now Jesus said in Mark chapter 3, Verse 27, and it's the New King James Version of the scripture. He spoke about a strong man's spirit. And it reads, this is Jesus speaking. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods 
except he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. Very interesting observation there that Jesus gave us. He said that a strong man, you can't go inside a strong man's house and bind him or tie him up and get his goods until you first tie him up and restrict him. Then you can go in and spoil that, that person's house or that strong man's house. So Jesus is saying similarly, when a strong man's spirit is in operation, that spirit has to be bound. We have to bind the strong man's spirit of deception. If we are looking at things through our eyes, through our natural eyes, through our natural reasoning, then we will be open to be deceived. But if we look at it by the spirit of God, ask God to give us wisdom in what we're seeing and what we're experiencing, that way we will bind the strong man's spirit or even the tendency, or even the, the ability for the strong man's spirit to even try to approach you. You, you stop it before it comes. The only way to defeat deception is through truth. And it's in John chapter 17, verse 17, it reads, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And I'm going to read the Amplified for that same scripture. The first version I read was the New King James Version. But John 17, verse 17, the Amplified Version, it reads, Sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes. Make them holy. Your word is truth. And so in the Amplified Version, it's speaking what sanctify means means to set them apart for your purpose. God set us apart for your purpose. This is what John was, was praying there. Sanctify them in the truth. Actually, John wasn't praying it. Jesus said this. Jesus was actually speaking. He was praying to his father, speaking on behalf of his disciples, that, that God the Father sanctified them in the truth. Your word is truth. Jesus spoke volumes in that statement because, first of all, he is the word. He is the living word. So if God the Father sets them apart for his purposes in making them holy, he's doing it through the truth, through the Lord Jesus. Now, when you look at our nation, what do you see? When you look at your life, what do you see? When you look at the future, what do you see? Ask God to open your eyes and as Paul spoke in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, and it's the A clause of the King James Version of Scripture, he speaks that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Now there, what Paul meant is for us to have a, a greater understanding through the eyes of our understanding. Our understanding has eyes. Very, very wonderful way in which, which Paul wrote this. But he was saying the eyes of our understanding be enlightened so that we can have a greater understanding of what we're seeing. We have the basic, basic understanding, but it's time for it to open up and to be more mature about what we're seeing, what we're experiencing. As I ask you, when you look at your, your life, when you look at this nation, 
What do you see? You want to see it from God's perspective. You want the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. Enlightened means to illuminate it so you can see clearer. It's like when you go in a room and it's dark, you turn the lights on. It illuminates. That's what you want God to do. That's what Paul meant by the scripture. Now let's take a look at something similar to this in the Bible, the word of God. We're going to take a look at 2 Kings and it's chapter 6 and it's verses 15 through 17 and it's the amplified version of the scripture and it reads, The servant of the man of God got up early and went out and behold, there was an army with horses and chariots encircling the city. Now, let me give you a little background about this particular passage of scripture before I go any further so you can understand what the setting is. It's a setting where the prophet of God, Elisha, and his surf servant, they're in Dotham. That's the name of the city that they're in. And the Syrian king was upset. He was talking to some of his soldiers because every time he would make a move to attack the people of God, who were in, in the northern kingdom of Israel, they would know about it. So he asked his soldiers, he said, is someone here spying? Are there any spies here? And his soldiers said, no, there's a prophet in Israel whose name is Elisha. And he's the one telling the king, the northern kingdom of Israel, what's going on. That's how they know what's going on. It's by the prophet. So the Syrian king got very upset and he sent out a band of raiders to go and to attack Elisha. So this is the scene that we're that we will be dealing with here in this passage of scripture. And this is the example of, of Elijah's servant taking a look at what's going on. So again, it's 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 15 through 17, and it's the amplified version of the scripture. And it reads, The servant of the man of God got up early and went out, and behold, there was an army with horses and chariots encircling the city. Elisha's servant said to him, Oh no, my master, what are we to do? Elijah, Elisha answered, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. Amen. I mentioned earlier for us to pray. I'm speaking to myself too and to all of you. Pray to God that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. This is an example of this. The prophet Elisha, he saw by the Spirit of God that they were not alone. And the scripture that he said is one of my favorite scriptures. Many of the people who know me so know I so love this scripture and I, I, I speak it often. And when he said, they're more with us than they're all with them, I want you to hear that. I want all of you to hear that by the Spirit. There are more, I'm going to repeat that just as Elisha said it. He said, do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. That is so important for us to understand. It doesn't matter what we're facing, what situation we're facing, whether it's personal, personal issues with our health, maybe personal issues with our finances, personal 
issues with relationships with other people or even with our spouse and with our family, remember there are more that be with us than there are with anything that's coming against us. We have the backing of the armies of heaven on our side and it's nothing that we can face that will be more stronger or more powerful than God's word and his backing us up with the host of heaven. So remember that. God wants his people to mature during this time that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened and we see things from his perspective. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation, Signs of the Time. I'm going to read you a headline that I read in the Wall Street Journal. Parler, this is the name of a company, Parler shuts down after Amazon kicks off its servers. And this was a, an article in the Wall Street Journal I read by Sam Schechner. Now, why should we care about a company by the name of Parler being shut down by Amazon? Talking about the signs of the time. Now, Parler, let me give you a little background to answer that question. Parler is a company. It's a media platform. And it competes with Twitter. It competes with Facebook because people post on, on that particular platform. What happened was, on last Friday... Before we get to what Amazon did, Apple, the corporation Apple, Apple wrote Parler's CEO a letter and said that they wanted them to respond to some things that had been on their platform that they didn't approve of. And if they did not correct those things, they would shut them down. This is Apple writing to another Apple, which is a corporation, writing to another corporation. Now, Apple, as many of you who may have Apple iPhones or use iTunes, Apple has a Play Store. And so this company, Parler, was a part, it was an, actually it has an app, and their, their company was a part of the Apple Play Store. So when Apple called them and notified them that they were not pleased with what was happening on their platform, they asked them to respond to what they were not pleased about. So Parler did respond. But later, Apple called, not called them, gave them a letter, and basically told them that they were suspending their services. This happened last Friday. Apple Play Store did it. Then also, Google Play Store, the same thing. They suspended Parler and no longer, so Parler no longer had a place where they could be housed, where their app could be housed, because that's what Apple Play Store does, the Apple Store, and also the Google Play Store. Make sure I have it correct. The Apple Store and the Google Play Store both, they house the digital media. They're digital media store, so they house the app inside of it. So Parler didn't have anywhere where they could have their apps housed. Then they got a letter from Amazon, that Amazon gave them, and these, these, two, these two companies, both Apple and Google, both gave them 24 hours to respond. That was last Friday. Well, so after that, Amazon comes along and says they would not allow them to be on their server. They gave them 24 hours to find another company to house their cloud service from their server. And there's the headline I read for you. They shut them down. Why is that important to us? And we're talking about the signs of the times. That's important to us because you have a corporation for the first time in history who is a media platform, have other 
companies, other corporations that can disagree with what's on their platform and then they can respond to it. But because they don't agree with what's on the platform, they no longer are in service. Parlor isn't. Now, why is that important to us? That's important to us to just track and follow and be in prayer about it. Because if a corporation has the authority, and I know that they have, they have these platforms such as Facebook and Twitter, and, and, and it used to be Parlor when they were when they were functioning, they are responsible to ensure that dangerous speech is not there, that people are not threatening people, all those things that they shouldn't do. If we see people who are may have some other motive, if they're doing things that are detrimental to society, they do have the responsibility to police that on their platforms. And so that's not what's questioning what's I'm questioning here. I'm just questioning of what type of precedent this will set in the future for even the type of speech that I'm speaking today in terms of what the Word of God says about different matters. So I'm bringing this out today, speaking of the sign of the times, so that we can be aware and we can pay attention of trends that are things that are happening within our, within our society that impacts us all. We are the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God has the authority from God himself to speak on matters that are affecting all of us. And so as of right now, Parler is no longer in existence on the internet. Amazon did suspend them, as, as the headline said, and they no longer are functioning. We know about President Trump's accounts. His accounts were suspended, Twitter and Facebook. And people were using Parler. They were going to Parler, and so was uh, President Trump, to post some things, but that option is no longer open. One scripture that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention as I was reading over this and studying this that I want to share with you is Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10 and it's the New King James Version of the scripture and it reads, I the Lord search the heart, I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. See, God wants us to know that he is the one who tests our hearts. All of our hearts. Every person on the face of the earth. He tests their hearts. And he's going to give all of us. And he also tests the mind. I want to make sure that, that I share that to Our hearts which is our innermost being. And our minds. God tests those. And he says in his word. That he's going to give every man according to his ways. According to the fruits of his doing. So in other words. We will reap that which we are sowing. I shared with you a scripture last week, and it keeps coming back again. God brings scriptures back to me, so I bring them to you as God gives them to me. Talking about the signs of the time. And it's, it's, it is found in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. I want to make sure I give you the correct chapter, book, and verse. Because last week when I mentioned 1 John 4, I wanted to reiterate it again this week because I didn't complete the whole scripture for you. So again, it's found in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. And I'm sure many of you have heard this scripture before, but I want to bring it up again because the Holy Spirit keeps pressing it on my heart to do so. It reads, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they be of God, because there are many false prophets gone out into the world. 
the Holy Spirit wanted me to bring that back to us because as we talk about the sign of the times, we must be able to test the spirits or in some translations says try the spirits, whether they are of God. When things are happening, such as what I shared with you, when companies are being pulled off platforms, when different things are happening in, 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 our, com in our country that have never happened before, that have long-term implications, we must be aware of it and we sh should be aware of it and test it by what God's word says. And even when we spend time with God, ask him about what's going on. I ask him about what's going on all the time. And it is him that gives us clarity on the matter. Talking about the sign of the times. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8, and I'm going to read the Berean study version of the Bible. It reads, Among the mature, however, we speak a message of wisdom, but not of the wisdom of this age, or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak the mysterious hidden wisdom of God, which he destined for our glory before the time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Talking about the signs of the time. God wants us as his people to be mature. And he talks about here, Paul writes here, the wisdom, but not the wisdom of this age. It's the wisdom of God that will reign supreme. And it reigns supreme over all other wisdom. So that's the wisdom that we're to employ. Now the book of Isaiah, speaking of the signs of the times, expresses through this scripture what God is calling us to. And it's Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20. And it's the New King James Version of the scripture and it reads, Woe to them who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. God is calling us to speak against those who will call evil good and good evil and put darkness as light and light as darkness. And he also mentioned about putting bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. But it follows the same line of thinking. God wants us to be his sign of these times. The sign to people that we are to look at things with clarity. We are to see things as God sees things and express it to those who may not even know the Lord. Now if you know somebody that this message can help, talking about the signs of the times, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with them. Because it's important that they understand the signs of the time and that God wants them to be a part of what he's doing, even in these times as he shows us various signs. And I want to speak to those who don't know this God, who believes that up until they heard this message, this God never even thought about them or even knew that they exist. I want you to know that he does know that you exist and he wants you to know the signs of the time through your relationship with him. So if you feel that he's tugging on your heart, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know that you love me. I know that you love me because you have me here today alive and listening to this message. 
And I want to be who you call me to be, Lord. I want to know the signs of the time. I believe that Jesus died on the cross, and after three days, you raised him from the dead. And now he's sitting at your right hand, and he's praying for me. So thank you for drawing me to you today. Thank you for loving me, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the Lord Jesus' sacrifice. And I believe, God, save me this day. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for a new creation. Phyllis is a new creation exists so you can know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, Sign of the Times, was designed for you to open up your eyes that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. And God is just waiting for you to ask him to open your eyes, and he will. I decree and declare that every soul that heard this message today and those who will hear it in the future, eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, and they will know that there's a God in heaven who loves them and will come to them. They will open up their heart and sup with Jesus and Jesus with them. You can find Phyllis is a new creation on Google Podcasts. Search for Phyllis's P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S A new A-N-E-W creation C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N and be sure to subscribe so you can hear every week what God is speaking. Have a wonderful day.